Hello lovelies and welcome or welcome back to 18's POV. I hope you're having a great day. So for today's episode I actually had something special in store and something that I just wanted to share with you guys. So last year I turned 14 and on my birthday I decided that I would write a 14 things I've learned since my last birthday and then when I wrote it all out I put it in an envelope and I made it as like a birthday present for the next year and some of you may know that I turned 15 not long ago and on my birthday I opened this letter and I just wanted to share it with you guys because I think there are some noteworthy stuff in there that I could talk about. So I hope you enjoy. Also sorry if you can hear meows in the background for some reason my cats insist upon being in every single episode that they can get their paws on. So if you hear meowing in the background that's what that is. But I'm going to go through like the headings of each thing that I learned and then go into the explanations of them afterwards. So number one was I control my happiness. Number two is don't be afraid to raise your standards. Number three is focus on yourself. Number four is don't let others take advantage of you. Number five, don't believe everything you see. Number six, love can be temporary. Number seven, there's no point reliving a negative past. Number eight, what you give is what you get. Number nine, gratitude is important. Number 10, my thoughts and emotions don't control me. Number 11, I can attract all of my desires. Number 12, a free spirit does not fear judgment. Number 13, don't lie and expect respect and trust in return. And finally, number 14, alignment is key. And if any of those lessons or titles resonate with you or are something that you've been thinking about recently, then keep listening because I'm going to go into each of them now. So the first one, number one, I control my happiness. I shouldn't depend on my happiness on something or someone else. No one should have to carry that burden. I don't need anyone or anything else to be happy. And when I actually wrote this, it was after a, I guess, emotionally demanding time because I was kind of finding my grounds in the social scheme of things. And I had a few friends that I would kind of depend on them for my happiness, not not in a way that would negatively affect them, but I guess it negatively affected me because... I was looking for an outside external source for my happiness and it took me a while to realise that we're the ones who create our, our happiness. We can't depend on anything external, whether it be, I don't know, material objects or people or places even. We need to create it. And I used to always think that, oh, I'd be... I'll only be happy if I can, I don't know, go out with my friends this weekend or I'll only be happy if I talk to this and this and this person or 
I'll only be happy if I have a boyfriend. But in the end, I realized that none of those things really rang true and that no one should have to hold that burden. No one should have to hold the burden of your happiness and you shouldn't have to hold the burden of anyone else's happiness either because that is something that we each of us should be responsible for individually and imagine how much joyful and how much better this world would be if we could all create our own happiness without depending on anything else now number two I wrote don't be afraid to raise your standards I shouldn't have to lower my standards to meet others it won't make me lonely it only cuts off toxic people I keep burning brighter and brighter and if people can't keep up that's on them because I'm not coming down for anyone (sighs) this kind of leads on from the last one I guess because I was so scared to be alone, I was so scared to be that girl without any friends who knew no one liked, but when I kind of let go of that fear of not having anyone, and I guess codependency in a way, when I started to let go of the fact that some people didn't like me, which obviously no one, not everyone's going to like you, you know? Um, when I let go of that, I realized that, yeah, I started to lose friends and yeah, I started to lose people, but that just means that they weren't meant for me, you know? And it's kind of hard to make true friends or, or make friends that actually care about you if you're acting a different way or if you're acting fake and not true to yourself but also if you're scared of being lonely and I guess everyone to some extent is scared of being lonely but it's when we're driven by that fear that it becomes unhealthy because how do you know if you're choosing someone because you like them or because they're good for you or if it's just out of loneliness. If you're driven by that fear of being lonely, you'll never really know if the people that you let into your life are actually meant for you or good for you or compatible with you. And I also, I had, (laughs) during this time that I wrote this, I actually had a few not so great friends or some people that I was keeping around me that weren't really great for me but the reason I kept them around was because I thought I had no one else but then and and I had lowered my vibration and I'd lowered my standards just so that I could fit in these people because I thought I'd be lonely without them but once I'd had enough once I'd had enough of being treated badly and I'd had enough of being ignored and invisible and raised my standards I realized that I lost them so that I could create room for better people who would be good to me and would treat me so much better than they did. Okay, for the third one, I wrote, focus on yourself. When I focus on myself and am happy within myself, I only attract the same from the outside world. 
help yourself before you help others, because if you die before you help yourself, there will be no one to save the both of you. And that last part, it I might have read it too quickly, but it comes from an analogy that I heard around the time that I wrote this. And it's when you're on a plane, hopefully, hopefully everyone listening has been on a plane, <laughs> but when you're on a plane and the flight attendants do their whole like safety um, protocols and whatever before the plane takes off, they tell you that in the case of an emergency, you put your mask on, your like oxygen mask on before you help others. And obviously that makes sense because if you tried putting someone else's mask on before you put your own mask on, there's a higher likelihood that you would die helping someone else. Whereas if you put your mask on first, you'd be safe and then be able to save someone else. And so that's what that is really based off of because it's like, yeah, we as humans, we like helping each other and we like putting others before ourselves. But I think there needs to be an even balance between being selfless and being selfish. And I don't think selfish, like the word selfish has such a like derogatory attachment to it, really. And I think, I can't think of a better word, but you get what I'm saying, that it's important to put yourself first. Like, yes, help others, but make sure that it's never to your own detriment because if you can't help yourself, how are you going to be able to help someone else? And if you die, (laughs) well, obviously you're not going to die, but if you hurt yourself while helping someone else, then how are you going to help them, you know? And there's also that saying, hurt people hurt people. And I know it's so um, cliche and it's been thrown around a lot, but I think it also comes into it because you could be hurting on the inside and see someone else hurting on the inside and find a way to help them without helping yourself because sometimes we find it easier to fix other people (laughs) instead of fixing ourselves because it makes us feel productive or makes us feel like we're doing something. And it's pretty common, actually, to want to help other people just to ease the pain within your own heart or ease your own wounds without having to face them. Okay, on to the fourth one I wrote. Don't let others take advantage of you. Sometimes I'm too good for people, too good for... um, People, and they take that for granted. I don't know why it says it twice. (laughs) Of course, there are many things that I will do from the kindness of my heart without expecting anything in return, but there gets a point where you start being used and I don't ever want to be used again. Um, I think that applies to all of my empaths out there or heavily feeling people who always feel the need to put themselves up on the line 
for everyone else. And it kind of also links into the previous point with the whole aeroplane and oxygen mask analogy. But yes, helping people is great. But sometimes there will be people out there that will want to take advantage of your good nature. And I didn't realise until then that there had been people who had taken advantage of my kindness or used me for my kindness. And I'm trying to think of an example. I guess there well you kind of just need to be able to sense it and need to be able to feel it because um <laughs> mom always says this that the moment you start expecting things back from people is when you will be disappointed so always do things from the goodness of your heart without expecting anything in return and of course that still applies but if you go too far, if you give too much up, then you just get taken advantage of. And that was something that I had to learn to avoid. And hopefully some of you, I don't know, maybe something clicked (laughs) or a past experience clicked hearing this and it resonated with some of you so that you don't get taken advantage of too because... That was a big one for me. Okay. On to number five. Don't believe everything you see. (laughs) I always used to admire other friend groups and think, wow, I wish I had that. They look so happy. But I was really just falling for an illusion because things can seem perfect. People can seem happy when deep down they might not be. I have happiness, true and real, within me already. I actually really like that last line as well. (laughs) I'm going to say it again so that it registers. I have happiness, true and real, within me already. And it also, I think it refers to one of the other points that I had before. But especially the whole friend group thing. I, I have always, honestly have always felt like I never really fit into one friend group. And I guess that's partly because I do a lot of like extracurricular, so a lot of my lunches and recesses are taken up. But I've also moved schools many, many times and I moved countries (laughs) as well. So you can imagine how I've had to learn as I've growing I've as I've grown up I've had to learn how to make friends quickly um and adapt easily because I've just been thrown into so many different environments and with all those like seeing all those people who had been together since they were little kids or in kindergarten and they'd grown up together and had such strong friendships or friend groups I always felt like I never really fit in and it always it always looked perfect everything always looks perfect from the outside and I did talk about this in one I think my first episode actually if you want to 
go back and listen to that. But every every person is projecting something to the world that is most likely not how they feel on the inside. And that's that stands even more true in today's um, day and age with social media and especially especially Instagram because Instagram is literally just this uh, you know what I'm not here to throw shade on Instagram because I used it as well but basically what I'm trying to say is that not everything is how it seems you might see someone and think they're perfect. They're probably not because, well, they are not because nobody is perfect and someone may seem happy, but they might not be. Someone may seem successful, but you might not know how much pain they've had to go through to get there. We don't see everything. We don't always, we don't ever see the whole story and as humans, we are really quick to judge, really quick to put people in a box and tie tie up the lid with a bow without even questioning what we're seeing. And yeah, it would be pretty hard to see everything for what it was. But I think sometimes we just need to take the time to really understand that not everything is how it seems. The sixth one is love can be temporary. And I'm not going to read the rest that I wrote for this, but basically what I meant by that is, uh, well, I was talking about relationships and friends come and go, people come and go, and... Just because someone has changed or just because you have changed, because we're, we're all changing constantly. You're not the same person that you were a day, week, month, year ago. No one is. And it'd be very scary, honestly, if you were, if we were. But um, with that one, it was just I was learning to take things as they come and accept things as they go because actually around that time I think one of my best friends was leaving and I have a funny story with this I have a tendency to become really close friends with someone then after three years exactly three years they will leave or move or move schools or move towns but yeah the same thing was kind of happening and the first time round, I was completely heartbroken. And that's not to say that I wasn't the second time round or third. But I guess we just need to accept that people come and go. And some people come into our life for a reason, season or a lifetime. And I guess we never know which one. And we just have to accept that because life is spontaneous. Number seven, there's no point reliving a negative past. Of course, in order to understand and learn from the past, we must reflect, but by dwelling upon it, I will only create the same negativity in the future. Although easier said than done, sometimes by letting go of the past and focusing on the present will ensure a good future. 
this one comes down to mindfulness. And I mentioned before that this time for me was emotionally demanding and I was going through a lot. But I was slowly learning to redirect my thoughts and to acknowledge them, accept them and bring myself back to the present moment because I realised that watching the past in loops over and over wasn't going to help my case and the only thing that really exists is the present because past doesn't exist anymore, it's gone. Future doesn't exist yet and the only thing we have now the only thing we have is now the present moment and we're creating our future right now and that's what I was learning number eight what you give is what you get to put it plainly karma is only a bitch if you are I know that if I want a positive outcome I should approach the situation with a positive mindset you can't throw a basketball at a wall and expect a tennis ball to come back When I put my best foot forward and don't let the outside world shake my inner peace, my surroundings will change to match my state. That one is a heavy one. And obviously this is just how I had learnt and perceived things. But honestly, ever since I've started living by this, Things have definitely changed for me and I, actually I think we were looking at it at English at some point, like in English class, but (laughs) it was, it was quote, I don't even know who it was quote, but we said life is, is suffering. It's how you, it's up to you how you perceive it, which is actually very true, but Obviously, we're all going to have ups and downs, and without the downtime, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the ups. And all we can do is control what we put out and where we act out of. And if we're acting out of pain or hurt or resentment, then we're most likely going to receive the same in return. When you when you're hurt say for example and you accidentally say something not very nice to someone else you're most likely going to get a negative response in return but if you acknowledge the hurt within you and think about it and feel it and then speak with compassion you're most likely to get a better response and if not a positive response at least neutral not negative number nine gratitude is important if you're grateful for every single thing you have person you love opportunity you get experience you have not only will it raise your vibe but also attract more things to be grateful for gratitude is a big one and you've probably heard this like in a lot of places, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard this a million times before, but repetition is key to make things stick. So that, that is completely true that, um, 
being showing gratitude and being grateful brings more things to be grateful for because um I was gonna quote Buddha and I have this quote (laughs) on my wall but I can't remember it exactly so I'm just gonna go out on a whim it was a a person can never be happy if they cannot be great or if they cannot appreciate the things that they already have and that just speaks for itself like you could be the richest person in the world the wealthiest person in the world and still not be happy if you don't if you're not grateful for what you already have number 10 my thoughts and emotions don't control me sometimes my emotions think they're in charge sometimes my mind does but really it is me i am in charge we are not separate from spirit we are in it and that was a quote by plotinus i don't know if i'm saying that right um this is another big one basically yes as human beings we have emotions we have thoughts but we are not our thoughts and we are not our emotions and that was probably one of the biggest lessons that I had learned within that 12 month time frame because I've always been a pretty emotional person and when I was younger I always used to get called a crybaby because I would cry about everything um that's not to say that I don't cry anymore it's just a lot more controlled oh and (laughs) people well my classmates were making fun of me (laughs) before because I was telling them how when I'm sad I'll set a timer for like a specific amount of time and let myself cry for that time (laughs) and then when the time is up I'll just stop crying (laughs) obviously it takes practice but for me it's effective so if you want to try that whenever you're sad give it a go But yeah, basically, our thoughts and our emotions don't control us. We are, I guess, for lack of a better word, we are a soul in itself. We are energetic beings. And we can't really... We can't really say that we are our emotions and thoughts. And most people don't realise that and I did. I definitely didn't realize that until it was spelled out for me multiple times. It was kind of like an epiphany, really. But it definitely changed my perspective. Number twelve. A free spirit does not fear judgment. In year seven slash eight, I always used to copy popular fashion and trends so I could fit in, but I was born a leader everyone is different and I've learned to embrace my differences I no longer worry about what others will think I just do what makes me happy when I tell you that I was freed when I stopped caring what other people thought about me like it's just it's just so liberating and obviously it takes some time especially since when Like, ever since we're little, we're kind of taught to care about what other people think and care about how others perceive us. But when I started seeing myself through my own eyes and stopped seeing myself through other people's eyes and thinking about what other people think, 
I became happier. I became happier and I, I felt like unshackled, I guess. <laughs> and I still, I still feel it even more now because it's been some time now. But the moment you stop caring about other people's judgment is the moment you will be (laughs) be freed it sounds a little dramatic but it's true and if you want an episode on how to be freed (laughs) just let me know and I'll I'll go through how I actually go through some steps to how I actually let go of other people's judgment 13 don't lie and expect respect and trust in return Similar to what you give is what you get, lying will only cause distrust. And even if you do change your ways, it is extremely hard to rebuild trust. Um, I wasn't... Well, I, I guess I had some falling outs during that time as a result of me lying. And I guess I didn't really think that it would have much consequences, but let's be real. Everything that we do has consequences, whether they be good or bad. And I realized that you're not going to get any trust and respect if you only lie. So why should you? And it's if you do, it's hard to get trust back. Trust is one of the many precious things that we earn in our relationships, but one of the many precious things that we could break within a second. And finally... Number 14. Alignment is key. When something doesn't feel right, when I can't practice mindfulness and experience restless nights, it means I'm not aligned and unbalanced. When I'm true to myself and only follow my own desires, not others' desires for me, I will be whole, fulfilled, complete and working towards my higher purpose. I think the main message with that last one is that we need to live for ourselves and not for anyone else. And we'll feel the best if we're living for our own desires. And that doesn't include greed and that other G word that I can't remember. (laughs) But just making sure that you're living for yourself and you're not living for other people. So... That basically wraps up everything that I have for today. Um, I don't really have any reflection questions because I think there are a few scattered in there anyway that speak for themselves. But I want you to skip back or go through the top three that resonated with you the most because I think that would be beneficial for everyone well that is all I have for today if you've listened this far thank you so much and I hope you enjoyed this episode don't forget to follow me on instagram at dear.bangra and it's in the bio as well and if you have any questions or any ideas for future episodes just let me know there. And thank you once again for 
coming back to this episode of a teen's POV. I hope to see you next time. Bye.